Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 8th, and we have completed week five of 2021. The Super Bowl was played last night between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Tampa Bay Bucks won convincingly 31-9. For those of you who know, I'm a big fan of the NFL, and while Tampa Bay has not been my choice of a team in the past, when Tom Brady moved to Tampa Bay and decided to join the Buccaneers, I became an instant fan. There's something to be said about winning and winners. Though I never liked him when he was with the Patriots because I am a Jets fan, this was truly an impressive run, one that has never been seen in the history of the NFL. Congratulations to the Buccaneers. What a great season. There are two big headlines this week. European regulators have cleared the Boeing 737 MAX jet. The European Aviation Safety Authority has declared that the aircraft is safe on Wednesday, joining the FAA and Canada and Brazil in their decision-making. According to the EASA Executive Director Patrick Kai, that the assessment was carried out in full independence of Boeing and the FAA and without any economic or political pressure. We carried out our own flight tests and simulator sessions and did not rely on others to do this for us. The only problem with this is that there are still many who are questioning whether the 737 MAX should be returned to the skies. Now, keep in mind that Boeing has been quietly rebranding the 737 MAX. As an example, the Boeing 737 MAX 8 is now being rebranded as the 737-8. So Boeing is clearly hoping that people forget MAX in their naming. We all hope that nothing ever happens with the 737 MAX aircraft, but I still have questions and I still wonder whether they've done everything that they can considering that Boeing was forced to release documentation related to the crashes in 2019. The second headline is a GBTA survey that was done where they looked at how travel managers and procurement professionals felt regarding travel in 2021. The survey was conducted on January 11th through the 18th and received 733 responses. 50% of them were travel buyers. According to the survey, 90% of travel managers said that they think that their companies will spend less on travel in 2021 compared to 2019, with an average budget decline of 52%. Additionally, 49% of travel buyers responded that their employees are somewhat or very willing to travel, while 24% indicated that their employees were unwilling to travel. About 30% of travel buyers responded that they will not require their employees to certify that they have tested negative for the coronavirus before travel. Now, there is some talk about companies requiring employees to certify that they've received the vaccine. However, 26% of the respondents said that they would not, and 65% of the buyers were unsure. The International Air Transport Association, IATA, reported that demand in 2021 will be down 70%. As the COVID infection rates and related travel restrictions continue to shift, travelers are not looking to book future travel. January bookings show that future travel is down 70% compared to a year ago. As IATA's CEO put it, the world is more locked down today than at any point in the past 12 months, and passengers are facing a wide range of uncoordinated travel restrictions. 
IATA predicts that 2021 will be at about 50% compared to 2019 levels. Towards the end of last year, I had predicted that the travel industry will not recover immediately and it will take a long time for people to get back into the habit of traveling again. So the 50% number is not a surprise, though I think it might even be lower than that. To make matters worse, the major airlines are reporting large and obscene amount of losses for 2020. American Airlines reported that the full year net loss will be in excess of $8.9 billion. JetBlue showed a loss of $1.3 billion in 2020. And Southwest posted a net loss of $3.1 billion in 2020. While the losses are not a surprise, the amount is definitely going to create a situation where the airlines will have to make cutbacks. American Airlines already announced that it had sent what's called a warn letter to 13,000 employees on Friday. United Airlines also sent out a warn letter to 15,000 employees, and Hawaiian Airlines sent it out to about 900 employees. The warn letter starts a 60-day clock to furloughs. It doesn't mean that everyone will lose their jobs. It just means that up to that many number of people could. None of these indicators look good for the travel industry, and it's definitely going to take, as I mentioned earlier, a lot longer for the industry to recover. As they say, fast in your seatbelts, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. We're all going to have to get used to this idea of a digital health passport. Verify, which is a digital health passport, is being implemented with American Airlines. American Airlines is expanding its use of this mobile app called Verify, which allows travelers to make sure that they meet the travel restrictions and mandate in effect for entry into the countries that they're traveling to. The Verify app allows customers to input where they're flying and upload their required documentation based on their travel destination. Both Alaska Airlines and British Airways have also launched the same Verify app within its network. It seems like all the One World Alliance members are aligning themselves accordingly. United Airlines, on the other hand, is building that experience into its own native app. The new Travel Ready Center has already been deployed on the app as well as on united.com. And this Travel Ready Center allows United Airlines travelers to upload all documentation that they'll be required to present when they travel. I had mentioned this initiative on last week's podcast. If you haven't heard about it, make sure you check that out. Moving forward, you can expect airlines to either deploy third-party apps like American Airlines has done with Verify or deploy similar functions within their native apps. Either way, we're going to have to get used to uploading information into these apps to be able to travel. A new trend that is developing are airports that are adding COVID-19 test kit vending machines. Oakland International Airport this week became the first U.S. airport to make COVID-19 test kits available in vending machines in the airport. Passengers traveling through both the airport's terminals will be able to take advantage of the new COVID-19 test kit vending machines that deploy at-home kits for passengers willing to fork over $130 to $150. The test kits were designed by Wellness for Humanity, a digital health company that has already installed vending machines in places like Times Square and plans to roll them out everywhere else, including other airports over the next few weeks. Personally, I think that $130 is still very expensive for a COVID-19 test. I expect the prices for this to come down dramatically over the next several months. As you know, 2021 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Silk Air, Singapore's regional airline, will be merged with its parent brand after going a major cabin update. 
Singapore Airlines is going to take over all the routes from Silk Air on March 4th. This will be the first step that Singapore Airlines is taking in consuming the regional airline. The full integration of Silk Air into Singapore Airlines is scheduled for completion by the end of fiscal year, March 31st, 2022. As a result of the pandemic, Silk Air has had a tough time in the market, and its brand awareness is severely lacking in areas outside of Asia Pacific. By consuming Silk Air into Singapore Airlines, Singapore Airlines intends to make a bigger impact in markets outside of the Asia Pacific region. Uber has acquired alcohol delivery service Drizzly in a $1.1 billion deal. When the deal closes, Drizzly will become a subsidiary of Uber and will be integrated in the Uber Eats app. Founded in 2012, Drizzly's on-demand alcohol marketplace works with thousands of local merchants and is designed to be fully compliant with local regulations in more than 1,400 cities around the United States. This is a very interesting expansion by Uber. They already have branched into new categories like groceries and prescriptions, so adding alcohol makes a lot of sense. Do you love renting a car? Well, I do. And let me tell you why. Anytime I rent a car with National Rent-A-Car, I always have a great experience. Whether it's the ability for me to pick the car I want, and trust me, my needs always change depending on the city I'm at, depending on what I'm doing, who I'm traveling with, or how I feel that specific day. But beyond that, it's about the people. The people at National Car are one of the nicest and most customer service oriented people you'll ever meet. I have never met one that I did not love. And I know that love is a strong word, but that's how I feel. They're courteous, they're kind, they're always willing to take care of you. You can always ask them questions. I mean, that's the entire experience. When you rent a car with National, you're not just renting a car, you are buying the whole company. That's how I feel, and you will too. Be sure to sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com. Aeromexico and Latam Airlines Group are seeking to further expand their code share partnership to cover services operated by the Mexican flag carrier in the U.S. The two airlines deepened ties last November with a code share deal comprising flights from Brazil, Chile, Colombia, and Peru. That agreement saw Latam passengers gain access to 39 destinations across Mexico and beyond, while Aeromexico's network was extended to 14 destinations in Colombia and 40 in Brazil. LATAM also announced plans to relocate to Terminal 2 of Mexico City International Airport, where Aeromexico operates from. Now, Aeromexico has applied to the U.S. Department of Transportation to display LATAM's LA code on flights it operates from beyond Mexico. Virgin Hotels, a lifestyle hotel brand by Virgin Group founder Sir Richard Branson, plans to open three properties this year in New Orleans, New York, and Las Vegas. Virgin Hotels opened up its first hotel in Chicago and has always had the intention to expand in other cities around the United States. And if you haven't noticed, the Intercontinental Group Hotels has undergone a rebranding. The company has quietly rolled out a new logo and has also changed the name of its loyalty program. Instead of it being called IHG Rewards Club, they have now made it just IHG Rewards. Though this is a subtle change, IHG really needed a brand upgrade. We wish them luck. We can all use a little laugh. Let's go to the fun segment of the week. Patrons at the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee, were shocked when two base jumpers leapt from the establishment's rooftop bar and parachuted through the downtown area. Needless to say, the Grand Hyatt Hotel 
has banned these patrons from staying at their hotel again. While this is not a safe thing to do, you can check out the video on businesstravel360.com, click on the fun option to see all the details. Hope you enjoy it. Now, this is one amazing deal. Alaska Airlines has just announced a buy one, get one free offer. If you buy a ticket, you can get a second one for just taxes and fees. Travel is valid from February 16th through May 26, 2021. Now, the offer is valid only until February 8th, so you want to make sure that you take advantage of this immediately. You can access all the details of this offer at businesstravel360.com. Click on Deals. You don't want to miss out. The business travel industry is filled with events, and sometimes it's hard to tell which one is better and which one you should attend. There are two coming up that you should definitely circle on your calendar. On Thursday, February 25th, BTN Group will be hosting the Business Travel Show Europe Kickoff. This is an all-day virtual event filled with educational and networking opportunities to take advantage of. Registration is free, and since the event is virtual, there is no reason to miss it. The second event is on Tuesday, March 9th, where Cvent will be hosting their first ever travel summit, which is a virtual one-day event, great for travel buyers and transient suppliers to get an opportunity to learn, network, engage, and grow. Registration is free for this event as well, and it is virtual, so be sure to sign up and register in advance. You can access all the details for both events on businesstravel360.com. Just click on events, and you'll see all the events listed With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.